bonito, todo me parece bonito. Bonita mañana, bonito lugar, bonita la cama, que bien se ve el mar. Bonito es el día que acaba de empezar, bonita la vida. Respira, respira, respira. Mi teléfono suena, mi pana se queja, la cosa va mal, la vida le pesa que vivir así, ya no le interesa que seguir así, no vale la pena, se perdió el amor, se acabó la fiesta, ya no anda el motor que empuja la tierra, la vida es un chiste con triste final, el futuro no existe, pero yo le digo bonito, todo me parece bonito. Are we waiting for Dive to speak? <laughs> no, I was waiting for it to slow down. Hi, and welcome to Harder Brunch. Uh, I'm your host, Bridget Hurrian, with me for literally the last time ever, Yeah, my co-host, Chris King. Hello. <laughs> We've got the sauce boss of Indianapolis here, Zach. Hello. And our two very special guests, we have uh, Esteban and Gabriel. What's Hello. Up? Hello, nice. guys. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for is, I feel weird because I'm like, welcome yeah. to my not home, yeah. my, my not studio, <laughs> my not podcast. We're in a street. <laughs> welcome, welcome to a stranger's home. Welcome to a stranger's home. I made home. food for you for, with uh, with somebody else's somebody dishes. Somebody else's dishes, <laughs> yeah. some of which, yeah, we're not clean when we got here, but. Just going to sit in this room and record our voices when he's not here. It's totally natural. <laughs> Just be super cool about it. There's nothing weird about what we're doing at all. No, we're super glad to have you guys here today. Um, I... No, I personally am very excited to hear what you guys have going on. Uh, so you guys were most recently uh, with Black Market. Yeah, uh, most recently with Black Market. Um, that just closed, uh, what was it, September 5th mm-hmm. uh, was our last day of service then. Um, so now we've started a new pop-up um, called Con Todo. Um, so we're oh. just kind of doing like, yeah. uh, they're just kind of, uh, we're doing like street food, um, tacos and that kind of thing and just doing pop-ups around the city right now. Yeah, the food looks amazing. I was lucky enough to have somebody bring me some because uh, I was working when you guys did your pop-up at Milk Tooth, and it was so good. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, I think we're trying to do the best tacos in town for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, oh. hopefully you guys enjoyed the food today. I They usually have a theme, so I decided yeah. today's theme would be pumpkin. So, it was know, pretty good. Thank you. Good. Season. Yeah. He's a pretty good. Yeah, it was just a season. <laughs> 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 that, was, that was pretty good. <laughs> you guys have those donuts. Those donuts were amazing. We the had donuts those donuts. Were good. Great uh, donuts. Really yeah. good donuts. <laughs> out of the gate, out of the gate, Bridget to make to bring in donuts that were that good. Tyke doesn't do that. Tyke usually like paces it. She came out of the gate with those donuts. How'd you make those again? Those donuts. So I thought it would be, I've been here as a guest before and I've been here not cooking. This is my first time cooking the entire meal. Normally Dyke will ask me to make a dessert or bread of some sort because um, that's my favorite thing to make. Yeah. And uh, this is my first time doing the whole meal and I thought, oh, So well, typically sometimes. typically what happens when you when you do stuff for this, you usually are a baker. So that's your bread and butter mm-hmm. is baking. What mm-hmm. you really, really do well, mm-hmm. probably with those donuts were awesome. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah. No. So I, well, so this is your guys' first time here, but yeah. normally it's like, yeah. Dyke will be like, hey, guys, get here at noon, and then food will start coming out at, like, 2 uh, yeah, p.m., and true. so I was like, oh, like, in case I'm running behind, I definitely want there to be some sort of, like, bread, Something. charcuterie yeah. on the table when I get here, uh, and, and so then you made those I made sourdough, donut I, like, holes. made, made uh, yeast rolls, and then I was like, oh, I want something sweet, I hate making donuts, <laughs> so I was like, oh, these are pretty good, I bought these. And the first thing Zach was like, oh, my God, these donuts are so good. And I was like, yeah. that's literally the only thing today that I did not make. Store-brought donut holes no. uh, out of the gate, first time doing it for a couple yeah. of professional chefs. Mm-hmm. It was good, though. It was. It I mean, was, did you all enjoy the to... donut holes? You did. I honestly did. They were good. <laughs> they were really they were good. good. They were really good. good. I like a bunch of other good stuff, too. But mm-hmm. I think the star that we can all say of the episode of this this episode 
Donut holes. Yeah. Really Maybe good. that should be the title of the episode. Donut holes. Bridget donut holes. The great donut holes. Bridget's best donut holes. Um, but if you guys haven't listened to more, Chris does this game where he it's uh, what do you think you wow. just ate? And yeah. uh, I I normally will will be listening to this podcast the next day and I'll be like I hate it. I'm like because I'm not here to defend myself and he'll be like oh, I think I just ate this and then Dad will be like that's what you say, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. that wasn't that wasn't an upside down orange peel cake. That was a different thing. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, no no no. And so, so so I'm not here to defend myself. So I'm I'm excited to see what he comes up with. So what she's talking about is the one time you made that cake that was oranges. But the best thing about that cake was that it had the orange peels in it. It was honestly I think eighty percent orange peels, which you don't see that in cakes very often. And you, but I didn't think you could eat those. I was peeling the orange peels off of the cake, which is a weird thing to do in cake. And then the guest was like, hey, you can eat those. I'm like, oh, well, good thing, because it looks like this cake is mostly orange peels. <laughs> I think I guessed orange yeah. peel cake. That was a good orange. That was, that was honestly, uh, in all seriousness, I've never had an orange peel cake that was that yeah. good. I mean, I, they know you can eat orange peels. You candy oranges. You candy oranges. Yeah, there's, there was like a process <laughs> to do it. Candy yeah. orange peels. Like I, a like, I really like anything where it's like, hey, how do you make food out of something that pe- typically people are like, hey, I would rather not eat that. And that's what she made. That's, that's literally all I make. <laughs> I'm like, how can I make something really unappetizing yeah. palatable? That's yeah. what I do with my personality, too. I'm like, how do I make something really unappetizing palatable? <laughs> clearly, clearly professional with food things still work in your personality. So uh, the first thing that we ate today was, uh, I'm going to guess, the insides of a pumpkin with lettuce in it. Like uh, what, kind some, of, what kind of lettuce? Some pumpkin guts. And then like <laughs> I, I carved out a pumpkin yesterday, mm. and it looked like that. With like, uh, but pink, and then uh, you drop some lettuce on it, and then you handed that to our guests. Is that so? This is fun because now you guys get a chance to steal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't go through the rules of the game and the point system. Oh, is there a point Ooh. system? No, there's no points awarded to anybody. That's, you guys have never. But you need to tell people that, that no points are awarded, but you can steal. So, yeah. so how the game Chris goes? Chris King's at negative ten. You guys go ahead right. and kick it off. I'll guess, and then you guys <laughs> are gonna tell us what you think it is, and then Bridget will award points. The winner goes away with literally nothing. So mm-hmm. your turn. Go ahead. Perfect. Oh, uh, okay. I see what you guys did there. <laughs> I can't um, remember. There was cilantro in it. Yeah. So that was great. It was some sort of mixed greens. One point. Wow. Arugula. Mixed greens. There's definitely arugula. Yeah. Cilantro. Goat wow. cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was uh, some goats in there. Pomegranate. Pomegranate, which like tied it together and just roasted. Yeah. I don't think was it pumpkin. Maybe it was pumpkin. I thought it was like there, butternut there was squash. In there. It was like yeah, pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin. pumpkin. Little sugar pumpkin. Mm-hmm. There's pumpkin in that that salad. Yeah, the there's big roasted chunks. There's roasted chunks in it. See, you guess pumpkin guts was that's pumpkin half guts. Of your is that what you use though? I always assume I'm wrong. You use pumpkin guts in yeah. that salad. That's well, why that you're not negative salad. twenty. That's, that's nice. Why you're that's negative a good, 10 that was a good salad. That was good. <laughs> yeah. So they yeah, probably won that. That's one. Like we my sold favorite, that one. It's like my favorite <laughs> salad to make in this time of year because it's got it's like really the mint and the and the it cilantro, was amazing, but yeah. then it's just like a really light like sumac and lemon dressing. Did you cut up some fruit in there? Was that the pumpkin? There's there pumpkin, pumpkin in there. Oh, there was like chunks of it. There was chunks yeah, of something. Yeah. Was that the pumpkin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I roasted pumpkins this morning. I roasted four pumpkins this morning and then cut them up. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Wow, I've oh, never. So have What's you roasted right now? No, 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 I've never roasted. That's amazing. You're doing amazing things. I've just I've never roasted a pumpkin in my entire life. I don't know how. I, I don't. Yeah. I didn't. I wouldn't think that that's something you do in like the morning. I wouldn't like start my day like gotta roast a pumpkin and then do anything else. <laughs> yeah. If that's my day, if I'm roasting a pumpkin on Tuesday, I'm not doing anything else on Tuesday. <laughs> do you know, pumpkin roasting is the day. You know, like when you roast something, you like cut it, and put it in the oven, and just let it hang out. No, like, I literally don't. I've never oh, roasted okay. anything in my entire life. <laughs> I was like, it's not really like a very 
like labor intensive process. I, I assumed it was like a slow roasting like thing, like when you make a turkey for Thanksgiving. Like you're up at six, you make it until one o'clock. People eat the skin. They tell you to fuck off and they go to sleep. Everybody hug your mom. That's what that's what it feels like is happening right now. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, the yeah. part where I fuck yeah. off and go to sleep because it feels like we're there. Yeah. No, uh, we definitely need to try to make it like you're the the mom at Thanksgiving. Like, oh man, I wish this could have been better. It is like that. Yeah. It really is. Uh, this, the, th- th- that's a that's a guest win for this round. Yeah. The well, yeah. Wildly. Winning. The second the second thing that we had was a a, a very good uh, what I think was a pumpkin sauce, but not there was nothing under it under the pumpkin sauce. Just the top, just the sauce that you put on something, like a very good something. Like if you had like a piece of fish or something under it, like a really good sauce. But this one you did like, hey, just the sauce. Like if you had chips and salsa, we're like, hey, guess what? No chips. Eat that salsa like soup. Yeah. That's what you did. It was good. I'm having so much fun. It Um, was great. It was really good. You you were closest at the end where you like eat it like soup because. Yeah, I did eat it like soup. Yeah. Would you guys like to guess what the soup round is? Pumpkin soup, final answer. Pumpkin soup. Oh, that was it. It's yeah. pumpkin soup. Yeah. What's a, the difference? Apple, apple, uh, French onion, pumpkin soup with a uh, creme fraiche and oh. pumpkin seed pesto and pomegranate seeds. No, it was really good. I ate my entire glass of it. Mm-hmm. Did you, you guys eat your entire? I was. I really that was a lot of pumpkin. That was a lot of pumpkin. It was, pumpkin was, to go so through. It was a lot of pumpkin. It was, I was like, like a whole pumpkin. <laughs> well, I, I was like, I would do like one that looks bigger for pictures, and then right. they have smaller ones. It was great. And then I was like, but then I couldn't find really, really small pumpkins, and so they were just kind of like moderate sized pumpkins. And I was like, Gabriel got the big I pumpkin it, for yeah. sure. I could only eat a pint of it though. <laughs> He's like, that's why I didn't eat any of the rest of the meal. He's filled up on pumpkin sauce. I just had this sauce with nothing under it. There's a lot of salsa in here. I kept digging to find the bottom. There was nothing under that sauce. It was was delicious. It was really good. Uh, Then we had, the next thing was, that pumpkin sauce is back, and now it's in a pocket. (laughs) (laughs) We got more of that sauce. I put it in a pocket. Eat it again. Like, hey, guess, did you just have a pumpkin of that sauce? Guess what? You're going to have some more of that sauce, but this time I'm going to put it in a big noodle. Got a big noodle, a big noodle. Uh, a big noodle. Noodle pocket. It was a noodle pocket. Pumpkin noodle that's, pocket. That's one point. It was a noodle pocket, and you there just, was pumpkin inside of it. You drown those guests in pumpkin. Like, hey, I need you guys to eat this milk jug full of pumpkin sauce, and then once you're done, I'm going to give you a treat. Like, I did it. It was hard. I'm exhausted, but what is what my treat? The treat is more of that same sauce, but this time I put it in a noodle. Yeah. Did you wish you had more starch in that last dish? Here you go. <laughs> what if you had that? What if you had gallon sauce, but then you put bread in it? Yeah. Done. My biggest wish theory, granted. This is a little uh, interjection. Dyke normally will ask the guests, like, hey, do you guys have any allergies or like, issues oh, yeah. you don't like? And Pretty my like, biggest fear coming in today, I was like, I don't know. I was like, what if they're allergic to pumpkin? That would have been the, like, I tell you what, that would been the greatest episode ever. It's like, we I'm we're sitting here just blowing up. It's <laughs> just like, <laughs> You guys are like, uh, this is a good time to tell you. We, right. when, when we went to smoke, we took our EpiPens. <laughs> I don't know what would have been better if you came in and said, I can't eat any of this food. I'm allergic to pumpkin. pumpkin. And they just didn't eat. That'd be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that you were polite, ate it, and then had to go to the hospital. Like, well, Bridget, we have to do this without a guest because they were allergic to pumpkin. You didn't ask, and you gave them so much pumpkin. Literally, <laughs> exclusively pumpkin. <laughs> All pumpkin. What was in that pumpkin noodle pocket? The return of do that you guys sauce. Guess? I'm pretty sure it was ricotta. Ricotta like and pumpkin. pumpkin yeah, yeah, it was a little ricotta pumpkin uh, sumac mix inside of the. So I made this menu a while ago. Chris asked me to do this about a month ago, and so I kind of like started spitballing ideas. 
And then uh, Chef Alan Sternberg was on and made this beautiful raviola. And I was oh, like, my God, yeah. <laughs> and so mine's like a very rough, rustic, uh, agnolati kind of style oh, wow. pocket I, pasta. I only knew what like four of those words meant. I thought it was good. <laughs> no, it was it, it was amazing. Brown butter, uh, maple sausage. The best uh, thing about it was, was like, I thought I was done with that pumpkin sauce. I'm like, I don't want any more. And then you mm-hmm. put it in a noodle like, this is what brought it back for me. Yeah, you're like, actually, <laughs> was I was ready to like never eat this again because I ate that whole pumpkin's worth. But then I was yeah. like, mm, this is all right. It's yeah. starchy. <laughs> as long as you put it in a noodle, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, then the other, the next thing is uh, shrimp and grits again. It's <laughs> <laughs> just about making Zach laugh. Honestly. That's all. That's all we're going for here. Zach, Zach, the only other one who was here for all the previous shrimp and grits. Yeah, that was such an inside one. <laughs> it really was. Like, you're just telling jokes for one person. Yeah, it was literally just for Zach. Have you guys ever been invited to a podcast and then everyone on the podcast makes inside jokes the whole time and you feel really left out? No, nope. this is our. Oh. This is our second. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Here for a lot of them. The the shrimp and grits one I did just make for Zach, but only because you said to me, "Has Dyke ever made shrimp and grits?" Mm -hmm. Which is humorous because he makes it almost as much as he makes scotch eggs and poutine. Like those are the things. Like, (laughs) hey, the theme is uh, I don't know acrobatics, and so I made poutine. Like, well, that doesn't really go. Like somehow he always feels a way (laughs) to work in shrimp and grits. Feel like you're never gonna do acrobatics again. Yeah, yeah. Because like I ate poutine. But yeah, no, it was it was I I would say competing with the best uh, shrimp and grits I've ever had on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of experience having it though. <laughs> Quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, Danny, who is not on mic, but she she was like, "It's it's the best I've ever had." Well, I've never had it before, and I was like, "Okay." She I'll, never had grits before. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. She'd never had grits, grits before, which is crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. That was it was really really good. It was great. Well, that's the closest you've ever gotten. That's, that's, <laughs> well, it was shrimp and grits. I've I had a lot of practice. I don't remember any pumpkin in that one though. It's oh, pumpkin yeah. in, the, in the in grits. the grits. Okay. Are we? Okay. The other thing that we I forgot to bring up is that you said all of these are tied to a horror movie. Yeah. But we haven't brought those up as we're going through it. Do you want me to? I think that's that would make sense since we're okay. talking about the food. Yeah. We're not going to come back to the food. We're going to talk about them after this. Well, yeah, no, I I forgot about all of that until yeah, the next Yeah, I think yeah. if you it what I like to do when I come and I'm a guest on a podcast is listen to that podcast. I like that you don't. You're just coming in freestyle. You're like, I've never heard that <laughs> podcast before. I'm going to go freestyle. I'm going to freeball it. I'm not going <laughs> to practice or learn what they do anyway. But okay, so in inside the pumpkins with lettuce, what is the horror movie with that? Uh so it was I remember being uh young and watching Nightmare on Elm Street. And at one point, he's like running through the grass, and, it's, and I was like, "He's running through lettuce." And my dad, so this is an inside joke for just my, <laughs> oh yeah, who, who does listen to who does listen to the podcast. But it's like it was like he run, running through the woods, and so it's like I, and there was blood everywhere. So that oh. was pomegranate seeds. No, that was that's really good. Thank it was. You. It did. It did look. No, I mean all seriousness, it looked a little like gory, but in the best way. That was actually mm-hmm. really good. I could see that. What about the pumpkin sauce that had nothing under it? Uh, so the pumpkin soup. In The Exorcist, uh, they use split pea soup and oatmeal to make the projectile. Oh, I've seen this before. So it was like, I was like, I was like, I feel like it's like orange projectile. It's like, wow. it's like the pumpkin version of split pea soup. It's just kind of like <laughs> very thin. It's I think like, it's really great that we didn't know this before we ate it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best part. I thought it was good. He's oh, like, that might, that might like, happen. I was, his, I was just thinking, I got a lot of pumpkin in me. That might happen. <laughs> Like, that was good be the until I heard that. Yeah, he just puked out the entire pumpkin's worth of it, and his head spun around. That really is the movie. And then uh, the pumpkin sauce in that pocket. What's the horror movie for that? Oh, I just I love in any like horror movie where there's pasta used as like. Uh, oh, so, like guts and stuff. 
what is it, the Freddy movie where he makes her like eat herself to death? She like oh. just eats and eats and eats until I think it's a Nightmare on Elm Street. That's, it's not Freddy. It's, it's a Nightmare uh, on Elm Fight Street Club. movie. No, it's a uh, uh, nope, not five seven. It's, it's seven. I think it's one of the night Nightmare movies, Nightmare on Elm Street. Eat, she ate herself to she, death. He like forces her to like eat and eat and eat and eat and eat until she dies. Can you look but that she up? Eats Ooh, pasta. Can you look that? Is there any way you can? I think you're both right. <laughs> no, in seven, Anything they do it you to don't a guy. Do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's also. One of those. What, 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 uh, but what, I remember seeing their, like, pasta. She's eating, like, pasta with her hands. I love that you, like, whatever, as long as you don't have to look something up, you're the worst Googler ever. <laughs> 80% of your job is Googling, and you hate it. Uh, Sherman Grits, then. What was the hormone for that? I don't think I had one for Sherman Grits. I think I just oh. wanted to make Sherman Grits. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Well, so, okay, what I will say is, so for the Shrimp and Grits, it was originally going to be lamb chops and grits. Oh, and I, I forgot I, about the lamb. We had, had all trouble, text about that. Yeah, I had trouble finding lamb chops that looked like really good, and so and like I forgot for about us, the lamb. But it was going to be sounds of the lambs. So oh, yeah. that would have been awesome. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that would have been my favorite course been. besides the donuts. Awesome. The donuts were my favorite. That would have been my second favorite. Yeah, and then uh, the last thing we had was a nut roll. That didn't you didn't make, make. That, Chris. no. That's what we had you, though. I'm you didn't even eat what I made. That no, I that nut roll was amazing. Did you guys have that nut roll? <laughs> it was pretty good. It was. Really I, mean, good. I, I skipped the roll. The nut roll. <laughs> oh, I did have your. I had the bread pudding. There you yeah. go. It was good. Yeah. They had it. Yeah, but I had that nut roll. It was it was awesome. But I got really full because I had a bunch of other stuff, and then I had that nut roll, and then I was like. Ooh, but I, I also know. finished like bringing out like six courses, and Chris is like, um. Oh, I guess that's it. And I was like, this feels like it was a lot of food, actually. You're always, it was. You're always complaining there's too, it much was. Food, too much no, food. No, you're right, you're right. There is. It was, there's always too much food. No, that was great. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was a perfect amount of food. Mm-hmm. It's just, we don't know when it's going to end. When but the thing stopping. is, when we, when Dyke does it, we never know when to stop. Like, we never know how much to eat. Or, like, if someone brought me a pumpkin full of food, but, like, oh, dude, be careful with that <laughs> This is a lot of ribs. That's a lot. Don't, don't. There might be a whole, like, one time Dyke forgot a whole rack of ribs that he made. Like, hey, guys, I got a rack of ribs I just forgot in the oven. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, I don't know what's going to come out. But this time, it was a regular yeah. group's amount of food. That's exactly what regular I mean, like, people should have eaten. What I'm trying to do with that pumpkin full of soup is to recreate that scene from The Exorcist. So, they'll pee. Sorry. That was it. Yeah. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're all, what, what no one is hearing is that we're all, I don't know, I cannot hear myself at all. And then apparently you can hear all of it. You can yeah, hear I'm it probably everybody's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we're over here just like yelling at Zach, like, can you, can you get your, can you, can you get your shit stop? together? Can you just turn it the fuck down? Yeah. Uh, but that was it. That was the game. I feel like yeah. they definitely won. But I mean, uh, overall, like, would you like to steal what the last course was besides bread pudding? Oh, I like the bread pudding. That was pretty good. Well, it was like pumpkin and ice cream, and it was ice cream. Did you make that ice cream? Mm-hmm. I did. Oh, damn it! It's delicious. Yeah. God damn it! You should have skipped the nut roll. <laughs> I did. I should have. You kept talking about the nut roll. I was like, I don't want to sleep on that nut roll. Yeah. Well, Danny texted me on her way here, and she was like, "Hey, sorry, I'm late. I'm creaming my nut roll." And I was like, "Don't." That's not you say. Not here. I don't like it. Not the crowd. <laughs> not the crowd for creaming your nut roll. Not the move. Not, not the move. All. Yeah. So it was a pumpkin. Uh, Chocolate chip brioche, uh, French toast, casserole, bread pudding. With, All right. I'll uh, eat it on that. We're going to take a break. I'll eat it on the break. Pumpkin dulce de leche. Wow. And mm. uh, vanilla bean ice cream. Did you make the ice cream here? Did you make it at home? I made it at home. It was, yeah. I didn't have it. I'll do it. But that, that nut roll was pretty good. Yeah. So. That's why we, she's my business partner. <laughs> and then. She makes a hell of a nut roll. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, so you guys. <laughs> 
you guys were at, we can talk to our guests now, now yep. that we've all eaten, we've talked about the food. The next segment would be to just talk to, to the guests about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard this. Based on uh, things you've said, it, you may have not have heard this uh, podcast before, which is a way to go. But what we typically do now is kind of see. a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> kind of see what you guys are up to. So you guys were at Black Market. Market. I mm-hmm. always say Black Acre when I shouldn't. <laughs> I, what's funny is I also called, we, we have, uh, I have a friend that works at Black Acre, and, and I called it Black Market all the time, so I'm always going to name her. But now... Well, now with, there's Black Circle Market, which is just confusing. Yeah, it's Black confusing. Circle, though. Yeah. It's just Black Circle. They don't, there's no, no Black Circle Market. there's a market at Black Circle. It's oh, seriously? Black Circle Market. There's a market at Black Circle? What do they have? At, what is in the market? I mean, like, the same thing as any other farmer's market. Oh, they have a farmer's market? Yeah. I don't know. It, I thought they it's, just... kind of, it, it's like a local kind of vendor market. Oh, I had no yeah. idea. Which is extra confusing, go. though, because yeah. somebody was like, oh, are you going to Black Market this week? And I was like, oh, guys. I'm sorry to tell you, like black market's closed. <laughs> black market's closed. And they were like, no, black circle market. Like circle like, market. You said black market. Like, I get to see you being like so proud of yourself, like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you, guys, I hate to be going to tell you, but it's You're going closed. to place this closed. I was like, they're doing dinners at Signature Table. I can go up there. So we should talk about that now. Oh, right. are you doing dinner, dinners at Signature Table? We've been doing some uh, pop-ups every now and then. Um, mm. I think we've done like four so far. Yeah, we've done four up there at the Signature mm-hmm. Table so far. We had a... Course dinner last night went pretty well too. Yeah, smaller, but it was really nice to get wow. back into yeah, yeah. fine dining stuff a little bit. So, yeah. with all the stuff you're doing, how often are you guys cooking now? How, like, how many times a week? I, I mean, mean, we're still cooking pretty frequently. I mean, because I mean, obviously, like, there's prep leading up to the day of like the pop ups. So yeah, usually, yeah. we have like you know, if we have uh, pop ups, say Wednesday, you know, we're there from like Tuesday, um, you know, all the way through the pop up and stuff like that. Cleaning nice. all this stuff. Yeah, so. at least one or two days. I yeah. yeah, one or two days a week. Definitely not as much as we were. I mean, we're cooking every right. day. You know what I mean? So, um, well, yeah. I mean, we've been doing the pop ups after Black Market closed. Um, they've gone well so far. Good, good. Um, so yeah, we're just trying to keep up with everything and you know just keep the momentum that we had from Black Market and going forward. Right, right. So, so is that? I mean, are you? How are you still feeling about? I mean, it wasn't that long ago that the Black Market thing happened. Yeah. So, is your as you guys? I mean, you guys are moving very quickly to say like hey that happened now we have to jump to our other shit pretty i mean to do as much as you've already done in such a short amount of time right that's amazing so how are you feeling about the cut now do you guys still wish it's like hey i would prefer we're still every day in the kitchen making food or is this are you kind of seeing the like the silver lining of this kind of really crappy cloud of 2020 i think we're i'm happiest so far you know because yeah we've been talking about starting our own thing for a while like even before we were at black market we had a talk about you know Mm. opening a mexican restaurant or something Mm -hmm. and i feel like it was just perfect timing for us to push and get it done you know so right right. why not and is that is that thing i know you guys are doing pop-ups is that uh kind of down the road is that the goal like uh brick and mortar yeah definitely yeah it it's just too hard to not have a home where to store all your stuff you know have your orders coming there it's just yeah, I know we talked about it today. Is it's yeah. just it's when you don't have like a set vendor that's bringing things to you, you have exactly. to go to the different store yeah. and you have to transport that to whatever kitchen you're. We have to search it. Yeah, yeah, or like yeah, you yeah. know that dinner yesterday, we had to reach out to our friends at Bluebeard. They had to order our seafood and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just a lot of more uh, navigating around all the loopholes right. and trying to get all the mm-hmm. product in and stuff like right. that. So I mean that part's annoying, but um, yeah, I mean it sucks that we closed that black market, but um, you know I'm glad that we're just started something up yeah. and you know we're trying to make it happen um i mean we just had like a like i said a bunch of momentum coming in from black market and we're like 
we can't just like sit around, you know what I mean? We could have yeah, like yeah, just yeah, all yeah, found yeah. jobs or d- whatever, you know what I mean? Gross. But we're just yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> we're like, we need it. We're just going to do this. We're going to collect the unemployment from the government and just try to make this happen. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> right. Make sandwiches for ourselves. No one else can sandwiches. Exactly. <laughs> so is that the, so if you guys do a concept and, and don't give us, you don't have to give anything away by any means. I know that you still have a bunch of things in the work. If you did a brick and mortar, is that what you guys would do? Like Mexican type food or do you have like a, like a, concept you guys are thinking about well definitely our concept right now is uh it's mexican street food you know yeah, yeah. maybe a little elevated okay. sometimes uh, i mean we're both you know I'm, i was born in mexico esteban his parents are from mexico so we all i mean we both grew up you know in the same pretty much the same culture mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's what speak to us you know awesome. mexican food well, yeah. and I know you guys, I've, I've seen pictures of it, and I'm just always jealous. You said it's similar to, like, a shawarma sort of. Right. Yeah. Is it called something different that you guys have been doing for your your tacos? So the, it's called al pastor tacos, but yeah. the actual mechanism is called a trompo. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, it's just like a vertical spit, just kind of like you'd see a gyro oh. or something like that. Yeah. So we just layer a bunch of uh, pork shoulder that we slice really thin and um, basically just stack it up and stuff yeah. like that. And then it just spins vertically, kind of roasts it, and... It's delicious. Yeah. It's like it really amazing. nice and crunchy it's on the outside. That yeah. sounds amazing. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, and it's like I'm excited to see. That's. I, I think that 2020 has been crazy for everyone, just because people are literally trying to kind of reevaluate how the industry runs. It's right. like it, it's all about you know, uh, like brick and mortar is hard right now, but it's yeah. like people are literally fighting for it. It's like doing pop ups, doing you know, just little like signature dinners. And, and it's, it's always fun seeing people that, uh, that are, are literally just fighting for th- their spot now. And, and yeah, it's like, right. you know, if, if you guys, you guys, everyone knows that black market had amazing food. Like everyone knew you guys' food yeah. before that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even when you were at Rook before and, you know, you guys have a really good reputation. And so I think it's amazing to be capitalizing on that right now with, the, right. with, like you said, that momentum. I think that's a huge positive though. And, and this is definitely not a question, but just as we talk about things, we have, Coming from coming from industry and comedy, which is how this podcast started, um, both of those things have been down. But I think this is the positive of that. It's like mm-hmm. you know where things are when things are going away. That is really unfortunate to see the industry go away. But it's super positive to now have the second group of, of guests that have come in and said, "Yeah, that sucks. We we were at this place. Now we're not. But we're immediately mm-hmm. out of the gate. You know, doing something else. We have a plan for something else. We have momentum and we have a pathway. That's amazing. Right. I don't know if." That at least for me, and I guess that's the question is like for me, that feels like the positive of all this and really makes me even more excited about the industry. I don't know if you guys felt the same way. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, it, it is kind of like a weird blessing in disguise. You know, yeah, it sucks, but like I feel like a lot of these industries are moving forward. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like once all of this settles down, what whenever or whatever that means, I feel like all of these industries are going to like just pop off again. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Um, you know, we kind of spoke earlier about trying to like capitalize on like the right time. Um, so obviously we're, you know, we're not in any rush to get into a brick and mortar or anything like that, but, you know, definitely keeping our names out there, keep pumping out delicious food. I mean, yeah. yeah. And I'd imagine that's the same thing for you guys in comedy and just trying to like, you know, do He's whatever. Like any of us are comedians. Nervous. None of us yeah. are comedians. Well, that's why. That's why we've been so solemn. <laughs> Dyke, 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 who's missing is the only comedian. Yeah. Well, well, for Dyke when he comes back, you know. <laughs> no, like, I noticed you guys is... were not funny at all. <laughs> you guys, I, I would. Yeah, like, hey, but you, you can't hear him put the quotation marks up. Like, you go, know, you go, guys, as comedians, like, you're not going to make it. Is what he was saying. But I mean, that's the deal. Is like we are we the, the the as I I think that we always have to. I feel obligated to put a positive because we. As we're talking to the people in those industries, there's a lot of negatives that come with that. But to be 
what I see is not like, oh, we're at this shitty time in the, in, in yeah. the industry. We're at, I feel like, the beginning of a really exciting right. time for the industry because at yeah. some point the shit cleans up, yeah. the shit mm-hmm. gets fixed up, and now you have guys like you that maybe wouldn't have... And you know would have would have sat in a in a fantastic place and done that for a while, mm-hmm. and then maybe later down the road would have done something. But now it's like you have we to. We got to. Yeah. And that momentum that you have, where it's like you don't you don't have to do that. You definitely you know you're in a situation where you can make mm-hmm. unemployment. You could you know maybe not do get that. by. Yeah. Yeah. But the the heart that it takes to do something that you guys are doing, I think that's what rolls right. in the next year. And to me, that's a huge, very very exciting time for the industry that we're in. Is mm-hmm. like. Yeah, dude, it sucks, but the downs always have the biggest ups, and right. I think you got what you guys are doing is a huge yeah. example of that. I think also it. the, I mean, I can only talk in, about the restaurant industry because that's all I've done in my life. Yeah. But uh, I know we are like, you know, if you don't know about restaurant industry, it's really expensive to open a restaurant. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of times you are very limited, and you just make it happen. You yeah. know, I know it's like bad culture, you know, but like we all been there where you're yeah. sick and you have to. Work your shift because you can't yeah. let the people down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's a lot of why the we're not letting it die. You know, you're like, we're fighters. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. You have right. to. It's yeah, like, we adapt. Yeah. We make it happen no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's and that's the thing is like I'm not I am not somebody that is industry in in the industry anymore. But that's why I keep coming back, even if to just do mm-hmm. this podcast where I can you know talk to people that are doing what you guys are doing. I just want to be a part of it. Right. And that's not that's not you know I came from Chicago before I moved here. It, I don't think that the heart that this industry in Indianapolis has is everywhere. I think it is pretty exclusive to us. Mm-hmm. And I think exactly what you guys are talking about. Like, yeah. there is a situation where we could have been kind of Indianapolis, the industry, it could have been scary that all these places are going away and now it's not going to be the scene. But, right. you know, talking to you guys, that's that's not what's going to happen. Yeah. What's going to yeah. happen is it's going to change and possibly, possibly, possibly be better for this kind of negative mm-hmm. that exists. Hopefully, now. yeah. So. That's why it's so important for people to support local, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. We don't want to get to a point where... I, I remember 12 years ago when I got here, most restaurants were just chained, you know? That's right. I don't yeah. remember a lot of, like, independent restaurants. And right, right now, I mean, I feel like the past five years, it's all been moving, booming. Yeah. But we have a lot of closings, and yeah. if we keep like this, Probably we might get to, to a point where we can only right. go to yeah. Texas Roadhouse. And yeah. Well, and I think... <laughs> I think that's what we'll probably come back to after this break is it's the community here in Indianapolis mm-hmm. is so amazing. And I'm really yeah. excited to hear about some of the kind of like collaborations you guys are doing with different restaurants when we come back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. We'll see you guys back in a minute. Yeah. Raw. They're raw. The ones that, oh, the ones that. Oh, those are, those have a shell on I'm honestly, you know what's funny is I did not know. Uh, like, like when you take them out, I'm gonna do it. I thought those were the seats. Uh, <laughs> like the only, honestly, I would like to play anything that's not we did that play uh, Kazakhstan Park one day. <laughs> we were born. Yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah. Sorry. God. Listen, even you though guys, I'm sitting in this seat, you were the host. I'll take over, guys. I got this. <laughs> He's like, I got this. So no, I, I don't. Uh, oh, no, not you. Yeah. He has it. You obviously clearly do not. I don't know have what's it. going on. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of heavy lifting. <laughs> so I think like where we left off before is 
talking about kind of what makes the Indianapolis restaurant industry so fun. And and I know you mm-hmm. guys have mentioned, I obviously like you guys have already done a pop-up at Milk Tooth, but I'd be interested to hear about kind of, I think what's so fun about this industry and what's going to make it move forward is before they were like world star chefs. They worked at a restaurant. People came to that restaurant, but I think here in Indy, it's so much about the community that we're in right. that you guys can. Um, so I'm interested to hear kind of how you guys have felt that from other restaurants, from other chefs uh, and kind of where we can find you next kind of working with other chefs in that way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, um, you know, obviously I think our city is still fairly fresh as far as the food scene goes. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we have the giants of Chicago uh, just north of us and stuff. So I feel like just being so close to them, it's kind of overshadowed this area so Mm -hmm. much. So I think it's kind of like, um, you know, the city, as far as food goes, I feel like it's kind of like it has a chip on its shoulder. So it's like always trying to like fight to like, you know, get the attention it deserves and stuff like that. So kind of the um, underdog. yeah, kind of like the underdog, <laughs> um, you know, which is super cool. I mean, you know, there's a lot of those um, smaller, um, you know, cities that have like an awesome food scene that maybe isn't super well known because, you know, they're not your Chicago's, New York's, mm-hmm. San Francisco, whatever it may be. But um, yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like everybody here is super cool. Um, I've worked with a lot of the chefs um, that work in the independent restaurants and stuff. And obviously they're all super helpful trying to get us you know going and stuff like that you know so um like i said earlier we did a milk tooth pop-up that one went super great you know Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't know it was gonna happen that day it was on a tuesday afternoon i was like shit maybe people aren't gonna come out but i mean we had a line out the door from like no shit like as soon as it opened we had like a line from the milk tooth door all the way to the road that's amazing so it was like that for like two and a half hours three hours until we sold out um so i mean that alone told me it was like you know like at least we have the support of the community and stuff. yeah yeah, this is something um, you know, that was our first one. We didn't know what the hell was going to happen and it like popped off and, you know, we were like super excited for it. Um, and then, uh, I guess some, another pop-up we have coming up is November 8th at Turketti's. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known George for uh, quite some time now and, uh, we're going to do a little pop-up there. It hasn't been announced yet. So, um, yeah. they'll probably be, uh, this will be it. World be exclusive. It. I just did a world just exclusive did on the <laughs> podcast. That's amazing. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they'll probably be coming out in the next few days. Um, so yeah, November 8th, we're going to do like a little brunch. Uh, we'll start uh, at 11 and just kind of take over the back parking lot there. So we're just going to do some pop-up tents, that's have amazing. some fun. Well, and I think that's great for them too, because they've, they've stayed doing just carry out. And so it's like, it's yeah. a way for them to still be, you know, prevalent. And they're, they're so amazing. They do such right. amazing stuff. I mean, they've yeah. been and open like, this whole time. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like people yeah. still like want their food. But, and it's like, you know, they're being the most safe, which I think is amazing. Yeah. But to have something that, like, ties the community back and, like, you can come here and get the food in person. It's going to be right. great. Yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. That's good. I've actually never been to Tricketti's in my entire life. It's pretty good. I'm in Bass Hendrix. You heard I it here first. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I need November 8th. What? <laughs> November 8th is your day. Are you, do you have, do you want to come to Tricketti's and not eat Tricketti's food? <laughs> like, uh, that's the only reason I'll come here. Like, I wouldn't come here for your food. I'm just here for this. Are you guys bringing your own equipment and like cooking stuff to these, the pop-ups? Some things, yeah. Like, uh, if, when we're at Fisher's, they have, you know, a flat top at stove. So yeah, we've been yeah. only bringing the trompo for the Al Pastor tacos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nobody has that. Uh, but I, I mean, for Turkettis, we we do have a flat top. We have a couple tables that we'll bring over. And yes. oh wow, you bring the ta- you bring the back of the house and the front of the house. A little bit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of everything. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm trying to be. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's a lot. That's crazy. I, on the road. I had like a small incident of that today, just bringing, the, and I was like. I don't it's, know what to bring. Like, what yeah. spices do it's I need? The, what pans yeah. do I need? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like stressed about it, and so I brought everything. And I got here, and I was like, oh, I don't need all this. I need all this. I mean, it gets but, crazy, but, but I'm but glad I, mean, I have it. <laughs> at least, at least most of us, at least in the industry, we've done like 
you know, a lot of offsite catering things right. for right, events, right, you know, right. when that was a thing. I mean, there's no events anymore, <laughs> but like, you know, they, they had like <laughs> jubilation and like uh, they did dig in there for a little while. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always events going on. So, I mean, right. at the very least, we were used to traveling with foods and stuff like that. But, but even then, you guys did a class recently with the green eggs and. Right. At Sullivan's? Sullivan's, yeah. Sullivan's, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. for, yeah, so we just, their... <laughs> we're just trying to hustle however yes, we can. Honestly. No, like, I forgot. No, I'm doing so many amazing things, I forgot about them. No, that's but I saw that, I and I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. That's I've, amazing. I've been, I've just been doing, like, virtual cooking classes, and yeah. I'm like, that's right. an amazing way to get, like, your staff invested in what you're doing. Because was it for their staff or for their customers? Well, for we have customers. a friend of us that worked with us at Black Market, uh, Chef uh, Rachel Hoover. Mm-hmm. She just took over the, the Solis uh, grill that it's nice. inside the Sullivan's um, hardware store on mm-hmm. Keystone. And uh, we've been helping her a little bit because she just opened up, so just giving her a hand. And yeah. wow. they offered us if we wanted to teach a class, and we were like, yeah, why not? So I've, wow. I've never, personally, I've never, <laughs> well, I did a couple, like, just instructional classes at mm-hmm. the Arts Institute with a friend, but uh, other than that, yeah. like. Do you get questions? you get people asking you questions? Yeah, like, it's pretty weird because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like, in my head, I expect people to yeah. know what to, how to. You're to like, do yeah. certain things, right. but like they're Decent pretty plus, green. Yeah. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, it's, it's kind of difficult. How, like, yeah, that's you know, crazy. Like, you start you teaching know? people how to cook, and then you're like, damn, nobody knows how to cook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, surprise, honestly, surprise. Like, what do you, you guys do out <laughs> right. You're like, boil Nothing. water. They're like, what temperature? And I was like, what temperature? <laughs> right. Boil the water. That's actually yeah. a good question. Honestly, I wouldn't know the temperature, yeah. really. People people want you to give them like a specific time of cooking things, and I think that's the one thing, like, you know, like not everything cooks at the same time. like, until it feels right, and they're like, that's not helpful. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's crazy. So, you know what, though? That still goes with the genre of industry is that anybody in the industry, we're like people that work at the record store back in the day. It's like everybody that doesn't work here is a fucking idiot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, we've like, all thought it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Like, they come in. Like, I always, uh, you know, I only work front of the house. Uh, I never work back of the house. But you do have people that come into restaurants, and it's like they've never been to a restaurant before. My favorite yeah. line is always like, so what do we do? We just sit and we order from yeah. the menu? Like, yeah, dude, it's a fucking restaurant. <laughs> that's a regular question. Right. You know, I get a regular all the time. One of my favorite ones is do you guys have a bathroom i'm like no yeah. hold no. it yeah. hold no. it Get out. Uh, we, we we work in the kitchen 12 hours a day we pee in the food we have an outhouse so. but out i back. will Go say out guys the worst moment of my life was so i went to bluebeard during like quarantine they had their amazing like kind of outdoor yeah they got the smoker going and i was like hey, you guys have a bathroom and they're like no not right now I was like, what are you oh, talking about okay. why would they not don't they, i think legally they have to have something well they they had it like later in the day but i like got there right when they, they're like oh they didn't have the morning sorry. bathroom and so, I was like, oh, so i like walked down to the dugout and like went to the bathroom got like a shot and came back i was like this is this is, this is 2020 i needed this wow. today. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right wow. i prefer to take my oysters with a shot of tequila so it's fine <laughs> jesus christ uh but i was saying about the teaching god damn it bridget but that is that with the uh with the you know, coming from the back of the house and working with people, I mean, from front of the house, I should be better with people. I am not. Right. But coming from the back of the house and then it's having uh, students and teaching and all that stuff, would you do it again? Opportunity presents itself? I just did another one this past week on Thursday. And even though I was very nervous because, mm-hmm. as, as you can tell, I have an accent. And <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't tell. Couldn't when I'm tell. with people. I, I thought we, I actually, you know what's funny is I thought it's super weird that we have accents. <laughs> I didn't realize. He was like, I thought my mic was weird. Just, like, I can't hear from the Maybe I'm just too self-conscious. When you, guys, when you, were, when you were around, like, hey, guys, did you guys know that we have accents? I, <laughs> really good. I just get a little self-conscious about it, you know, with people, especially if I'm telling them what to do. Yeah. You know, and like, I don't know. We both struggle with ADHD. And it's kind of hard to keep up <laughs> with, you with you your in thoughts. He <laughs> <laughs> just called me out. I'm going to speak for him right I now. I think it's literally like, that's why I work back at house. And so it's like, right. anytime, anytime like, hey, they want to talk to the chef. And I was like, 
No. Yeah. No, Can, thank you. Are you sure they don't mean the GM? They're like, no, they said the chef. That happens a lot. <gasps> at, that happens a lot where you work, though. I've never been as a front of the house person. No one in my entire life, and I spent a lot of times at restaurants. No one's ever asked to speak to the chef. What are you doing? Well, it's because we have a lot of like vegan, vegetarian food, and oh, so yeah. and then the servers don't know the difference. What mm. makes what uh, what? And so then they're okay, like, okay. well, let me go ask. And they're like, could we just talk to whoever's cooking? That and sucks. it's like. Yeah. And they're like, can you come back? And I'm like covered in flour. And they're like, they want to talk to you. And I was like, they want, what? Right. And they're like, yeah, I'm sorry. I should have said no, but I didn't because I hate you. And so then I go out there. <laughs> I, hate you. I go out there with this, yeah. with this personality, yeah. which is bad. It's a podcast. No one can see what you're doing with your face, by the way. But they hear the my show. voice and they yeah. know this personality. Basically. When you say this, you're bad. talking about your face. Your face. No, it's just bad. And so <laughs> then I welcoming. go out and I'm just like, hi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, so then I like put on like my phone voice where it's like, oh, this is fine. This is, you know, and then they're, yeah. then they're fine. And then you go away. Yeah. But then it's like, I don't have to like teach a whole class to them. Right. Yeah. And so it's, like yeah. that's the whole thing where it's like, I work back house specifically. So I don't have to talk to other humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know all my humans and they make me happy and that's my back house crew. And then I, yeah, yeah it's bad. I think it, it, I, got, it got better a little bit after you know, yeah. I started. See, mine, mine was better than whatever that was. <laughs> but, uh... Little therapy session for Bridget. I think though the the uh, the accent thing. I don't. I think it's the opposite. I think Thank if you. I Appreciate if I did it. have an accent, then you could everything you're saying is you're saying is magical. It also sounds like you definitely know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Like uh-huh. if I said something uh-huh. in my uh-huh. in my fucking accent of like I like yeah you I can't you can't know a temperature like it's right. you, like like how long do I cook it like you cook it until it's done you yeah. saying you cook it till it's done seems like you're in Tuscany maybe like you're in a magical place <laughs> right. me saying is like listen get the fuck listen guy who eats too much cheese clearly you you're not yeah. you're not the one that's gonna tell me how long things should be cooking I think the accent is absolutely a bonus thank you thank you it's good I've tried oh. telling him that before he's... it absolutely is yeah you have a yeah it's there's you know it's not a good accent. It's like uh, you know, Eastern European, like a uh, like a like a Russian accent. Like a Russian. That's not something you like want to Borat. Hear, like, yeah, like a Borat situation. <laughs> Hello, like... yes, and they. <laughs> <laughs> that's not somebody you want to tell you how to like cook, like you like how you boil an egg. Like yeah. that's not a, the, like a it's good bad. like right. calming uh, yeah. accent. I think yours is very yeah. much like oh man, Antonio Banderas just told me to cook this egg. Yeah. I feel like I know how I'm going to do it. Quality, what's the quality know how accent? To do it now, yeah. now he now he comforted me into doing that. That's nice. So when you guys went, they had all the green. Did they? provide the green eggs for you yeah. guys there yeah and so. i don't know what the deal is there i don't know if they're like sponsored by green eggs or if they just sell yeah. but there's like a like they way, way too way Chef, too many Chef of them JJ's they have everything yeah. for there so yeah i, I mean they have like it, it might be that so a green egg is basically just like this um ceramic oh, smoker. oh yeah yeah, 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 I mean, yeah so it's just like they're really amazing. thick ceramic oh, yeah. grill that holds heat really well they cost ten thousand yeah they're super expensive but yeah everybody worth it though apparently everyone has 20 of them i don't understand so i've seen the green eggs and uh i uh, my wife and I have had conversations about the green eggs, which I don't understand. I don't know what it does. I don't understand. What you it can does, do anything. That's the thing that they have so all generic. kinds of attachment. Like, what does that mean? Anything? Well, like I feel it's so insulated, so thick that you can use it basically as an oven. No, I know it's things. an oven. I'm assuming it's or an oven. Grill, but I don't or a smoker. And I don't know. I just I that haven't really, really worked with a lot of grills, and this grill. one is. It like, just seems I like a bougie fancy grill. Like, hey, have you ever had your meat made in a pot? Now you have. That's. That's how that thing feels. I just don't know if it is it making things faster in the grill. No, not really. It's just like grilling, but it's just like a better grill than I think, your. I think, I think it's any grill that like metal grill. insulates completely. It's like yeah. oh, that's nice because right. it like kind of steams it. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, yeah, it's. I, I don't see the difference. I don't know. I, I still have yet to hear a sound not argument. Not for the away. price. Yeah, not for the price. Not for yeah. the price. It's so expensive. It's also super I have like heavy. An, I have like an off brand one at home, and it works yeah. just fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I feel like any any glid like glid grill glid. with a lid. Glid. 
girl yeah, with the lid. They call those glids. Classic glid. <laughs> Classic totally glid. Uh, but no, I, I feel cooking. like anything like encloses it is going to cook the same way inside. Mm-hmm. But th- theirs are very expensive, and and it's a smaller actual cooking space than I think you would. Is it consistency? Is grill. it because it cooks it evenly throughout? It is. It is probably a little bit more. They're consistent very nice. Some. Yeah. They're, to but why? Fair, no you, one can give me a good answer about why. Like they're amazing. Why? Because they're great. How much they're did great. you spend on those Spider Man shoes? We're not talking about that on the fucking exactly podcast. That's asshole. why. That's why. Because <laughs> some people spend that was a, a mistake. Lot of money on stuff. That was a mistake. It's a mistake for all of them too. My I, whole patio is green. I need this green egg. I accidentally <laughs> went on stocks. I don't know if you guys are familiar with stocks or if you guys do like shoes or whatever. I have a little affinity for J1s. And so I accidentally bought the Spider-Verse J1s and they were very expensive. I didn't realize how expensive they were until I asked. You don't, don't shop drunk. I think that's the thing. It's <laughs> like, that's what the pandemic has taught me is yeah. when you're drunk, don't go online and buy things. Why don't you go fuck yourself? That's how much they were. You <laughs> son of a bitch. I think that the, I think I would say that that green egg was more. I think that egg is more. Yeah. How much of Amy's money did you spend on those? I make my own money, lady. <laughs> I'm in charge of. I have eight people that report to me. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I can fire people left and right. <laughs> Amy can't fire people. <laughs> what a dick. That was a bad accident. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing though is Amy posted about you being her coworker, and so she might fire you. Oh, <laughs> so, with the text, yeah. yeah I just, Amy and I are our offices right next to each other. I, I would fire her in a second if she worked for me. Amy is Chris's new wife. Yeah, okay. Relatively new. I mean, only wife, but like she's newly. <laughs> Actually, no. I've had to, uh, this is my second wife. She's newly his second wife, which yeah. I just found out yeah. on this, this moment. Congrats. I got married the first time when I was eleven. You get married during the pandemic, or? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Did. You didn't want so. any anyone to come. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, everyone. That's I'm a fact. This married. pandemic has really worked out for me. So <laughs> when we when we did talk about getting married, I didn't. The, being married is fine. She's amazing. I love right. her. She's and I'll tell you what. If I have to be stuck in a in a house with for uh, almost a year with anybody, Amy's the person hands down. Mm-hmm. But uh, what he's wedding, saying is he's reaching. She's amazing. She's a good time. She's all right. Um, <laughs> But, but like, then she talked about getting married. I'm like, I don't want to do, like, like the, the wedding thing, the and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, like, you know, she she wants to and whatever she wants. I mean, we're going to do that. And then we were kind of getting ready for it. And, unfortunately, there was a pandemic. So, unfortunately, we had to get married at a table with a friend of ours who, like, presided over it. And, unfortunately, we couldn't have, like, a party with a bunch of people. So, you know. Long story short, the pandemic's been just so. The what worst. Chris is saying is he's on board with the pandemic. It's really, he's, really he's worked he's out for pro me. Pro COVID twenty twenty. That's the shirt. I'm the, not the like election shirt. I'm glad COVID happened, and I know that there's people, like the people we're talking to right now, you insensitive asshole, that it hasn't worked out for. But I'll tell you what, it's really worked out. You're for the me. one saying you're pro it. Not me. I'm not pro it. I'm just saying it's surprisingly worked out. It shouldn't have. Wait, can we be pro twenty twenty? Is that a stance? Is I'm this not, like a I'm pro not, anti? I'm not pro twenty. I'm going to jump on pro twenty twenty. Yeah, I think, I I'm Chris, with Chris. I'm Chris, with Chris. Chris started this party. Chris is, making, Chris is making anti Antifa pro 2020 oh. shirts. Can't do anti anti Antifa. That's a double negative. Yeah, it's just fa. Fine. Chris is making pro fascism 2020 shirts. We're making fa shirts. F a fa is for fascism. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Enjoy but that would be that. A, it'd be a really good. It's a, think, it's a thinker though. It's like the people that have the equal sign. Hot take. You heard it here first. Chris King pro fascism. <laughs> Hashtag cancel Chris King. I don't know that I'm, I'm pro fascism. I'm just not. You know, I'm fa. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's working out for me, but it's just not, you know, I don't like how well it's going, I guess, for me. <laughs> like, I think that there's, a, you know, I just, I work from home. I don't have to, I get up, I get up at nine. I can go to work with no pants on. Right. It's un, it's unfortunate to be in the same house all the time. 
And but you know, not equal to the fact that like restaurants. So back to the fact that you guys <laughs> lost your jobs because right. of COVID twenty twenty. Um, yeah, thank you. God, you're the fucking. This worst. is why I don't host. This is why. You, this is why. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but this is a big one. I can't talk. I just go on. Okay. Anyway, talk about those rolls you made. Jesus Christ. With the green butter. <laughs> yeah. I don't really think we need to do that anymore. I think we already did that. <laughs> no, but so I think, like, what, what you have said, I know you guys are doing one with babies this week. Mm-hmm. You guys are doing Wait, one what? with turkeys. What are you doing with babies? Right. Oh, babies the restaurant. Babies the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we cut out of nowhere. We were to cut, about, cut into me babies, being pro fascism, and then you're talking about. Here, yeah. I'm trying to move past that. I'm trying to, like, put that behind <laughs> us. In the past. Are, this is the time where I wish we could edit. We can't, by the way. We do not know how to edit. <laughs> we would like other. to. So we sorry. literally don't know. I'm so sorry to both of you. We, ha- we have a producer, a third party that produces. He cannot edit. He's tried. He cannot figure it out. To be fair, <laughs> he's pro black market. You can tell from his shirt. I dig the shirt. I know. Did I'm you sure wear I that on purpose? Shirt. Did you wear the name of the band to the concert, man? Is that I what you it. did? No. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <for> <laughs> That's a vintage shirt now. Right. Yeah, I guess. But isn't it sort of like it's sort of like when uh, in the new Jurassic Park when they wear the Jurassic Park shirt? Like people die, dude. <laughs> they don't have jobs anymore. I, I wouldn't. Uh, I haven't seen the new Jurassic Parks. Any of them? You've not seen a single Chris Pratt Jurassic Park? No. Why? I don't know. They're pretty bad. The first they're two, very bad. The one, yeah, the, the first, only pro the first is ones Chris were so Pat good. I just never needed another. W- real good. Yeah. No. The absolutely. only pro is Chris Pratt. I would say that the the first the first Jurassic Park with Chris Pratt it was not as good as the original. Hint. No way. No. But the one the first was Jeff Goldblum like, makes it amazing. Yeah. Well, he's only in there for like ten minutes though. Okay. In the beginning. Still, I, he's great. I uh, stand by what I said. But, but I thought the first one was like, oh, that's that's a nice revisit. The second one. Where they're going away from the island and the dinosaurs are being sad, like that mm-hmm. one's terrible. I stopped that watching them after the second one, like from the beginning, you know, because mm-hmm. I was like, "Why a third yeah. one? Why would yeah. you make yeah. more dinosaurs if they because don't kill the everybody?" Because I'll tell you why. <laughs> why would you, you make more dinosaurs? Have you not learned <laughs> from your mistakes? Right, exactly. Well, I'll tell you why. The third one is a horror movie. They also <laughs> they really cut concentrate on the pterodactyls, where they, they they've ignored for two movies. Right. They're right. all about the pterodactyls. Plus, one of the kids. No spoilers here. One of the kids, spoilers, dies. No spoilers. Oh, man. Dies. So, there you go. Yeah. In the Jurassic Park, the kids okay. in the original, one of them dies. I'm not going to tell you who to it is. To be fair, I feel like lots of people die in the originals, but you just don't see those people. Right. No, like, I mean, like, but, they, like the, the, but the thing is, in like, the first episode, the first Jurassic Park with the kids, the great Jurassic Park, those yeah. kids, they made a third one. In the third one, there's weight in that third one, because one of the kids <laughs> dies. And a pterodactyl kills him. Oh, man. Okay, to be fair, the pterodactyls are the scariest part. Right. I know that's what I'm saying. It's They'll a horror movie. They're not, not trapped on this island. I feel like I feel like if anything is gained from this episode, as far as you know, obviously promoting your business, which is amazing, whatever. Jesus but the second Christ. should be that you watch Jurassic Park three with right. the pterodactyls. I'll it's try pretty, it. It's pretty good. Pterodactyls are okay. scary, man. You know what's funny is if I were telling you this with an accent, you would do it. You would be like, that guy knows what he's talking about. Because oh I sound like God. this, you'd be like, fuck this fucking guy. <laughs> Listen, Mister Wisconsin, I'm not gonna watch a fucking movie. You you fucking see. So what what accents would you engage in, Chris? <laughs> I really think you should. T- try I'm not out. doing accents. I don't do accents. I'm not you, a comedian. I believe you can do it very tastefully. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I, I honestly, I, I don't have accents. It's not even like oh, I have an right. accent that I'm keeping in my back pocket. That's sort of probably I don't think racist. I don't, that. I don't have accents. I don't do accents. I am not Damn a comedian. It. That's true. We really don't need any more like Chris King racism on this. Yeah, we we've hit our limit. Set on that. <laughs> we've maxed out on so that. So back to what we were talking about. So I know that you guys have like you've collabed with Milk Tooth. You um, are doing one with babies this next week, which I think is a ticketed event. Right, sold out. Have sold you been out. to that place? 
Oh, seriously? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's doing, they're doing a Halloween Jeez. drag brunch. Um, so they're doing, and I believe, Next Saturday two, three, the 31st? Yeah, on Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so, um, oh, we're good with that. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be there. Oh, oh really? Cool. Yeah. Nice. Who's yeah. we? Who's we when you say we? Oh, are you are you on the air talking about plans with you and your significant other? Is that what you're doing? We're going longer now. He's, He's not been, on mic. You're the one on the mic, what man. He's saying on mic. <laughs> Yeah, but he, people can hear him. They're answering to him. Chris, shut up. <laughs> He's like, so next hey, I'm going Saturday, to that show. <laughs> next Saturday the third was you're doing the drag brunch with right. babies. Yeah. So that one is a sold out um, already mm-hmm. event. Wow. So make sure you sign make up sure for the next one. With you, you know? <laughs> so it's flying. No, for the next no, one. You're excited. <laughs> Sorry about you. But, but my point is, then you're doing the Turkettis. I know right. that uh, you've worked with Carlos before, and I think that's kind of where you were like going for the signature table is, mm-hmm. is hopefully get, getting up there. And I think that you guys obviously have a very solid repertoire with everyone in the industry. Are there any more upcoming like collaborations or parents you guys want to be doing or pop-ups that you guys are looking for in the future? Yeah, I mean, we definitely are in the works of getting more stuff going. Mm-hmm. Um, those are kind of the, like the last things that we have right now. Would be the Turkey thing, um, which is like two weeks out. So yeah, that's two weeks right. out, and Solid, that's the thing yeah. is like we've been like I mean, like you said earlier, I mean, we did not sit around after Black Market yeah. closed. Yeah. I mean, we were like immediately like let's do it. I mm-hmm. mean, we went to Chicago to pick up uh, some equipment like mm-hmm. what two weeks after it closed that's and stuff awesome. like that. So we were, I mean, we were just ready to go. So that's the momentum, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we didn't want to yeah. not be in people's heads anymore. Well, and I, I know we we've had uh, uh, Adam and Jordan from Rook on here, mm-hmm. uh, I think a couple weeks ago. But it's like the thing is, I think what's frustrating for them is like the last two weeks they were open. Once they announced they were closing, so many people came in. Yeah, right. But then the thing is, is then you have all those people who've now tried your food recently. Mm-hmm. That's your momentum. Yeah. Like, yeah. right, like ride on that, get, get up on that, and I think that's amazing. It's a yeah. positive, but it is a bummer because we <clears throat> were uh, under duress just to get out of the house. We were up north and we went to that crate and barrel, and there was still there's still a people in that fancy mall. There's still people waiting. I love you people look at me like this asshole with the Where are barrel. you talking about? You actually, you don't talk to me about this. I went to the mall. I got to talk to you about when I go to the mall. Sometimes I go to no, the mall. But you said it like, oh yeah, that time that I talked to you guys about when I went up north. I didn't uh, say that I talked to you about it. No, you didn't. You just said it like when I went to Great Barrel when yeah, I got I'm house. telling you, a com- we're having a conversation. Okay. So Chris King's casual happies, like when he has to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Crate Barrel. Yeah. Do you guys want to go to Crate Barrel? <laughs> no. I got a good media never center. Never in my life. What if you need a media center? Where do you go? I'm poor, Chris, because <laughs> right. I work in the restaurant industry in 2020. Well, I don't know where you're putting your, how are you floating your TV then? What's your TV sitting on? You don't have a TV. You don't have a t- oh, yeah, we talked about that. That's awful. Don't, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, my God. What just happened? Makes you fucking angry. I'm really sorry. We're doing a fundraiser I feel for like her to get a TV. <laughs> you guys are sitting here. It's like two parents fighting. I'm like, I just want to go fucking home. Like, the, the stranger's food is not as good as watching these mom and dad fucking yell at each other. Like, hey, you want to watch TV in my house? Like, I think I want to take it to my house because you're clearly abused, Zach. <laughs> Anyway, the point I was making, Bridget, is that people are waiting outside of Cheesecake Factory. They're they're still on a goddamn wait. And that's what sucks. And I think that I really want to introduce this in every single podcast we do about the fact that they, we, the the people that are sitting on here and the people that we know and the people that they know are not the ones that are bringing the money to Indianapolis. Indianapolis is an amazing scene Mm -hmm. and we can only support so much. We're the obvious ones, Mm -hmm. right? Like we're, we're here, we're downtown, we're going to go as much as we can. Yeah. Um, but the people that support are people that are coming to visit Indianapolis, and we don't have plays, and we don't have the things that we have, sporting events, which sucks. Right. There's people still need to come down and watch the amazing things we're doing, because I guarantee you what you guys are doing is going to kick the ass of whatever the fucking Cheesecake Factory is doing. I hope so. 
<laughs> well, we, I mean, we would really be sure about it. You really didn't back me up there. It was like, <laughs> no, I, like, I would feel like I was like uh, Burgess Meredith, to, uh, like, Rocky, you can do it. Like, I probably can. Like, no, I need you to be like, okay about it. Like, uh, maybe. Maybe no, I will. Maybe I will. I might we, be able to beat Apollo. We talked about it earlier. It's like, there's no really solid, really authentic taco. Like, there, there's nowhere in the city that's doing amazing. Like, really, and it's like, we, like, that Al Porsche. That taco that Adam brought me was so good. It's like <laughs> I literally you. split. I split. He brought me two dogs. I split them between all of the four of us that were working. And I was like, "You have to try this taco." And they're like, "This is a taco <laughs> that came in a to-go box in like twenty minutes ago." And they tried, and they're like, "This is amazing. Like yeah. it's it's really authentic, really delicious food. That like the flavors are on point. It's all really well balanced. And it's like there's nowhere like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, I think that's what separated us from other Mexican restaurants. You know that we have like a professional background. So we're like yeah. applying all these techniques that we've learned over the years yeah. and trying to make something better, you know, compared mm -hmm. to other places where they just do basic recipes. Yeah. So I think and that's, that's soon where... too. We are, uh, we ordered like a, a corn mill so we can make our own mm -hmm. tortillas. Oh, wow. Um, so that's one thing wow. that I feel like we'll definitely separate because as far, I mean, we're going to be like literally taking like dried corn, cooking it, grinding it and making our own thing. And yeah. I just like, that's I know. For a fact that you can't find that here in the no, city, I'm so sure yeah. and I feel like that's just one of the things that I just like trying to strive for, like just a really good fucking taco that right. you can like be like. I've never been to Mexico or anything, or not, like somebody else could say that I've been yeah. there, but like be like <laughs> that, you was know, that was kind of weird. I'm like, I feel like you shouldn't have said that you've never been to Mexico. Right. Like, like, you know I mean? like, I want people to feel like <laughs> yeah. if they have been there, if they haven't, to be like, damn, yeah, yeah. this is a fucking good taco. Right. Like, it's yeah. not I cannot find this. And, yeah. exactly. I mean, that's the thing is like, even if the insides are terrible, like this taco shell, the the taco yeah, was right. made tortilla. here. The yeah. tortilla was made here. Yeah, like that's that's. And there's so much history behind it too. You know, it's just like bread. You know, tortillas having to run for. Hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah. Aztec's been doing this forever, you know, nixtamalizing the corn. Yeah. I don't yeah. know who how they came up with that. It's yeah. crazy. But, I mean, we put as much work into a tortilla than anybody else puts into a bread, you know? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's what we're trying to do, too, change people's perspective on what Mexican food is and, you know, like where everything comes from, like yeah. how much it takes because... People think Mexican food is easy, but man, it takes a long time. Everything Who like that? yeah, I don't know. Just like in general, you know, well, I, I think flour tortilla enchiladas and it, things it, like it's that. It's like that that Tex-Mex exactly. kind of like, yeah, yeah. like you know, uh, obviously Texas, kind of like New mm -hmm. Mexico, like region. That's like oh, it's Tex-Mex, like it's yeah. delicious. Yeah. It's like yeah. actual authentic, like it's it's actually simpler ingredients. I think yeah. from like authentic mm -hmm. Mexican right. food. But it's better. It's it's yeah. elevated. Yeah. It, it's about how you put it together, and it makes it so much better. Yeah. Like yeah. overall, mm -hmm. yeah. Honestly, I think the people that think that are people that cook like me. Like I do before Amy, the only thing I ever ate was something that I put in a tortilla. But that wasn't like authentic anything. It was like I would sometimes I would make like ramen and put it in a tortilla. I call it ramen taco, ramen burrito. You guys should My get his God. recipe for a soggy carrot burrito. Yeah, sometimes I like I like I have carrots and like I don't want to eat carrots, so I put them in a tortilla and it's a carrot burrito. Everything is better though. Ramen burrito. I anything is better in tortilla. Right. The thing about the ramen burrito that I don't like is it's, it's too much bread. You know, you got to break it up. And I haven't it's figured out starch, how to break it up. as it turns out. I haven't figured I out how to break noodles. it up. I put noodles in a tortilla, and it was yeah. all starch. I don't know what happened. It's delicious. You know, I don't like the soupy ramen. I like to, I like the dry ramen. And then the fact that you can just eat it with your hands. I mean, I, w I wouldn't give that to people, but like other people, but it was good. Yeah. This I mean, is why I need to live I mean, with somebody. I mean, when you put like a dry noodle inside of like a dry tortilla, then it is easier to pick up. Yeah, it's. 
It's pretty good. I hate you. It'll fill it up. It'll fill you up. I'll tell you that. It reminds <laughs> me. It's kind of the stuff you as like like a Lord of the Rings situation. Like if you're going on a journey, no. you're gonna want a ramen burrito it's with not. you. It'll, I don't think so. Yeah. Like it'll, it'll fill you up. You can like <laughs> I'll take a bite of those. I'm good for like ten miles. <laughs> yeah, they're like actually we eat like turkey legs, so like it's fine. <laughs> you can't carry a turkey leg around like same you came with a ramen you burrito. Eat it once you can. And it's fine. We have a blueberry festival up north where I'm from, Plymouth, Indiana, and they do turkey legs, and you just carry that thing around with okay. you. Oh, no, no, no. You, get, you no. don't eat a turkey leg in one sitting. You no, no, no. Obviously, it's for a journey. When I, <laughs> when I when I lived in Chicago, it comes with a handle. No, Oregon Trail comes with a turkey leg. No, turkey legs, as far as like walking around, when I was a bike master in Chicago, that's all I ate were turkey legs. Like anytime there was a there was a steak place downtown. So I just give a pause and just picture Chris King riding around on a bike. Not in this shape. Not like Lynching. This would be just like sad. Like this. Saddest, the saddest bike master ever. No, but seriously, when I was a bike master, I'd be in an elevator. People were literally wearing like three piece suits, and I'd be there with a turkey leg, no sleeves. It was wow. great. It was a good time. Turkey legs are amazing. They fill you up. They're relatively cheap. Like you, it's eight dollars. Yeah. That's I your feel meal like for normally the day. when you meet friends, like the more you learn about them, you're like, I like you more and more. And I find with Chris King, I like him less and less. Every I hear time that I a lot. What's yeah. funny is I do hear that a lot. Yeah, that's why he trapped Amy into marriage real quick during quarantine. Yeah, she had no now one else. Sucked. She had no one else around her to. Like, She'd like to leave, with. but she can't <laughs> talk to people because of the quarantine. There's nothing yeah. she can do. She's trapped. He's like, oh, I'd love to have people over, but I can't. <laughs> So, yeah. guys, uh, where can we find you besides your upcoming Turkettis, uh November 8th? Well, right now, you can follow us on social media. Mm-hmm. You know, we're open to, like, do any private events, divorces, bar mitzvahs, circumcisions, anything. Uh, I wish I was getting divorced so I could tell you guys cater. <laughs> we'll do anything. We'll cater to anyone. <laughs> I love that that was your first um, one. Like, listen, if you got a divorce, you know what's good? Fresh tortillas. That does make a good difference. I mean, honestly, I love divorce parties, so I think it's amazing. How many divorce parties have you been to? I've never been to a divorce party, let alone I love them. I've been to so many that I love them as a as a party. How many? How many divorce parties do you think? Like ballpark three? Yeah. How many just in twenty twenty? Zero. Oh, it's twenty twenty. I know. Not this year. You haven't gone to a divorce party this year. No. All in two thousand nineteen. You guys are the five people I've seen this week. Yeah, but you know, twenty twenty has been like a whole year. Yeah, no, but I no, I haven't I haven't gone to any divorce parties. I just I think Because basically if you were like thinking about a divorce in twenty twenty, like you're either in a domestic abuse relationship now because oh. it, it's progressed, or you just like are stuck and you're like, you know what, we'll make the best of a bad You're situation. saying these things like we obviously know what goes into a divorce party. <laughs> guys, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a single divorce They're party. They're hosting them exclusively. I mean, <laughs> you, I mean, you did put it on the menu of like, hey, if you got a divorce party, call us. We're making the best tacos. Have you ever been? No, not really, but no, I'm no. open to it. <laughs> yeah. I think also, though, I think, like, Chris, you didn't even want to like host a wedding party, but like a divorce party sounds better. Like, hey, I got out of a bad thing. Like, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. A, a divorce party should be positive. Like, hey, yeah, what's going on? Like, it I should think, be positive. I think you, like, we need to, like, reinvest in the divorce party. I think right. you're right. I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, when he brought divorce, I'm like, well, that's a weird thing to say. I was going to talk about it <laughs> off air. But then you're like, yeah, divorce party. Those are why great. Not? Like, why are you going to so many of those, Bridget? Yeah. Have you been to your, you haven't been to your own divorce party? No, my, my marriage didn't happen. <laughs> right. It, it was broken off before it happened. Yeah. All right, we don't want to go to that totally your life anyway. <laughs> you oh my god! You I, I opened. You see what you did, Gabriel? I opened that Pandora's box. No, it's no, but you're, you Chris probably don't really. He, he can't let me talk about sad things because then I just delve into it. Okay, because so it's we, all we can sad, find you guys, guys. We can find you guys on Instagram. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, con todo indie. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's C O N D O D O indie. Zach, you're not gonna write any of that down. You're just gonna remember that. Okay. You just said it on 100% producer. He's fantastic. Uh, do you guys have a website? Do you guys have a Facebook or a number? Um, we're trying to work on the Facebook thing right now. Mm-hmm. Mainly we're just using Instagram. Perfect. Um, yeah. You know, that. I mean, 
obviously we're just starting and stuff like that. Oh, so we're starting awesome. that. slowly, slowly progressing yeah. that way. So, um, yeah, that's going to be uh, like in, where we post all of our stuff. Um, yeah. You know, any dinners, any of that kind of stuff that we have going on. Awesome. Well, guys, go out November 8th to Turketti's. Right. Uh, yes. You I heard, it, was you heard it here first. Was it sold out? No, Babies. No. Oh, Babies. That's right. Sorry. November 8th. You guys heard it here first. Go out there, see these guys' amazing food. Uh, and follow them on Instagram. Yes. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. It was fun.